0: Welcome back to the Breakthrough Podcast with Pastor Danny Anderson. Hi, Pastor Danny. Hey, guys. Hey, Rach. We are so grateful that you join us every month to hear what we could have a breakthrough in this time. And this one is one that you're going to want to share with the people in your life that are young? There's so many good tips for for those in our uh, twenty, those that are in, in their twenties and in their teen years, and that is about consistency. But consistency is good for all. But why would we be talking about consistency on a breakthrough podcast?
1: That is a great question. First of all, welcome back to all of our listeners yes. again, and good to see you again, Rach. Good and see you. Um, yeah, consistency. Why would we be talking about that? Well, I truly believe in my heart that consistency is the key to success. Mm-hmm. And when I say success, I mean um, having the, the quality of marriage that you want or having the a health of the, the body that you want mm-hmm, or mm-hmm. friendships that you want or the career that you want. Um, I believe that consistency is the key to that. I think that it, when people are hit and miss in the important areas of their life, uh, if they only put in the work every now and then, it just doesn't work out. You don't get the results mm-hmm. that you want.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, can you tell us just a little bit more about that? Because when I first hear the word consistency, I start to kind of tighten up a little mm-hmm. bit. So mm-hmm. so tell me a little bit more about what you think of as consistency, because it kind of feels like a pressure sometimes. Sure,
1: sure, sure. Well, one of my favorite quotes from Tony Robbins is, uh, it's not what you do every once in a while that matters, it's what you do every day that matters. Okay. Um, in, in other words, the the things that are um, important to us, you know, our relationships and, mm-hmm. you know, our careers and our health, you know, these things require constant attention, mm-hmm. Um, you can't just dabble, like I mentioned, uh, in, in these things. You know, if if people want to be really good at something, let's just say they want to learn a language, mm-hmm. or if they want to, you know, hit a golf ball really well and lower their golf score, or or if they want to connect with their teenager, right? Yeah. And they just have a great relationship with their teenager. It's going to require constant attention, consistency every single day. And and here, and here's what I really, here's why I believe that with all my heart, because consistency is the key to creating this thing called cumulative value. I learned that phrase from Andy Stanley, he's pastor in Atlanta, um, Consistency generates cumulative value, and, and if you think about the the proverbial snowball that you know we've seen in cartoons yeah, growing up, yeah. maybe <laughs> the snowball starts to build, and it's going down the hill, and it's as it's going down the hill, it starts to pick up more and more snow, and then yeah. it starts to pick up more and more speed, yeah. and then it gets faster and bigger, faster and bigger, until it's as big as a house, yes. you know, and it's taking out everything, and it's you know, yeah. Tom and Jerry are getting picked <laughs> up in it, you know, <laughs> dating myself there a little bit, but, but they're uh, back again. So are they? Okay, that's good. Um, And and this is how this is how life works. Like consistency just builds cumulative value over time. I remember uh, many years ago, we had some friends advise us when we, when Jackie and I were very young, uh, to take ten percent of our income and invest it in Mm. mutual funds. Mm. And you know, come to find out, you know. 10, 15, 20 years later, we've been doing that every single month and the snowball effect Mm. is working for us. Mm. Someone else told us many years ago to invest in the same way, in the consistent way into our marriage relationship. We we learned this principle from another pastor. It was the seven 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 principle. Mm-hmm. Every seven days go on a date. Every seven months uh, go on a um, every seven days go on a date. Every seven weeks go on an extended date. And mm-hmm. then every seven months go on a full week vacation just with your spouse. Ooh. And so we started doing that yeah. you know, 15, 20 years ago. And today we're 21 years into our marriage and we really like each other. Yeah. And we love spending time together. We have this friendship and this romance and. It's a relationship that brings both of us high levels of satisfaction. And I think it's because, well, I know it. It's because we have been consistent in investing in our relationship, doing the date nights, doing Mm -hmm, the getaways, mm -hmm. um, and going on vacation together. So
0: I absolutely believe that. I believe that. I believe that you can do that in any area. I remember in middle school, uh, my middle school pastor saying that um, Mm -hmm. daily devotions mm-hmm. time with Jesus every morning and i uh, it w- is the key to spiritual growth and at first in middle school you know you're 13 you're like you know nothing but then you think well i'll just try it and it has you mm-hmm. know i'm 46 now <laughs> and so that's a long time to be having daily devotions and and i also know that it's true in my area of parenting mm-hmm. showing up for my kids like yes. if, even if i'm in a meeting here at church and they Call, I step out it and and take their call. So consistently being available to mm-hmm, them, mm-hmm. not to like you know they run me into the ground or anything. But like when they need me, I need to be accessible. Mm-hmm, absolutely, them, even being a working mom. So I agree that in any area that you can build value with consistency, and I and I think that's what you're saying, right?
1: Yeah, and and I I would even take it a step further and say. Um, this isn't something that uh, I'm necessarily recommending. Mm -hmm. This isn't like, hey, you should do this or you should be consistent. I'm saying that I am, but I'm also saying something more. I'm saying that this is not necessarily a should, it's a must. Mm -hmm. And here's what Mm -hmm. I mean by that. If, if, If you do not consistently invest in the key areas of your life, things don't stay the same. No. like Life isn't Mm -mm. just this flat line. If you stop investing in your health and fitness or in your relationships or in your relationship with God on a consistent basis, it actually deteriorates. Things get worse, things fall apart and it doesn't take that long. Like sometimes it's just a a very short time and you can lose your health, you can lose your marriage, you can lose the very things that are close to you. So I would say that this is something that we absolutely must do in our lives is to be consistent.
0: And I hear the word must and I think If I'm listening to this podcast and I think, oh, I might want to be consistent, but then no, I'm going to struggle with this. I've started and stopped so many things before, and just full of inconsistency. And is there any area in your life that, like, you haven't had that level of success? Like, you know, okay, I haven't been consistent here, so this is my area of struggle.
1: Why are you pointing out my (laughs) trying to get me to talk about my failures? Love a curveball, I know that for sure. <laughs> well, Rachel, <laughs> since you ask, I am yes, I I, I am consistent in, in 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 the important areas in yes, my life yes, most most. Yes. But yes, there are areas where I'm inconsistent. Uh, and uh, one of the, one really bad habit that I have is um, not putting my clothes away. Yeah. And so uh, <laughs> at the end of the week, there's usually a couple of piles here and there. And, yeah and then I have to spend extra time putting all the clothes away. And uh, there are several areas in my life like that. The grass in our house is another one. Um, yeah. There, I have some neighbors. It's unbelievable. Their grass looks like a carpet. <laughs> I don't understand how they do it. Well, actually I do. They're consistent. They're consistent. <laughs> they're consistent. And I am not. Right and that's right. why I have weeds and it's overgrown and it just, yeah. So do you want me to talk about more? No, no, enough? I'll just be
0: misery <laughs> Loves company. The inside of my van just shows my inconsistency in van cleaning. So I always tell people, "Have you had your tetanus shot before they get in?" So I think all of us have. That's funny. Areas of of where we're consistently inconsistent. But if it is a real struggle, like if it's something like if you're single and you you just spend all your money on the weekend and you're not you're not saving, or if you feel your marriage really suffering from mm-hmm. your inconsistency, what are some how can you help? How can you help us with that?
1: Well, I think if, uh, one of the things that um, I think we have to understand is why, why do we struggle to mm. be inconsistent? Like, what are the reasons? I think people need to search that out. Yeah. And there are lots of different reasons why people are inconsistent. Yeah. Um, I wrote a few down and, and maybe this will help folks maybe say, oh, that's why I f- mm-hmm. really struggle to, to, to be consistent in that area. I think that we live in a culture today that is an instant gratification culture true we want the snowball right now yeah well in reality the snowball takes a long time to build Yeah. and you know we just we think this is supposed to happen right now we want a great marriage right now we want great physical health right now we want to have this great relationship with god right now well that sort of the stuff takes time to accumulate with these small investments and so we just uh you know we get impatient Mm-hmm. And then we mm-hmm. get we kind of throw in the towel, and we say, you know I've done this for a week, and i and I haven't lost ten pounds. Yeah. What's the point? I'm not going to the gym anymore right well, That's not how it works. You need six months to really get your body and yeah. not maybe not that long, but so I, I love this quote from biz stone he he said he's a, one of the founders at Twitter. I believe I might have that wrong, but he's at, <laughs> I think he's at Twitter, but he said it takes ten years to become an overnight success mm. and i I love that. Idea because people see someone all of a sudden become well known or famous, and yeah. they, it's like they come out of nowhere, You're yeah. like oh, who is this person' they're, they're incredible, they're overnight success, but they don't yeah. know that they've been grinding for ten years, <laughs> yes being you know uh, when they were and no one knew their name and they were behind the scenes right. putting in the work, and then all of a sudden their work accumulated to some some snowball, and then mm-hmm. people take notice that's really how it works,
0: yeah. I've heard it said before that uh, an overnight, it takes a long time to be an overnight success. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, what are some other, what are some other whys? I think
1: some people struggle to be consistent because there's not a high cost to missing a day. Okay. So think, (laughs) think about it with me. If you miss a workout, you're not going to like gain 10 pounds, you know? So it's like, oh, well, you know, I missed today. If you miss a date night, well, you know, I mean, our marriage isn't going to fall apart. We missed one week, one date night. So because there's not an immediate cost or penalty to, to missing, we start to miss and then we miss again. And then we miss again. All of a sudden we're very inconsistent and that's where things start to fall, fall apart. Um, I think another reason why people struggle to be consistent is they get distracted. They like things happen. Accidents happen. People get sick. Um, other, you know, a job, there's a job change, Yeah, a pandemic comes out of nowhere. I, yes. I mean, how many people have you talked to? I have talked to many who they were doing great before the pandemic on yeah. their eating routines and their workout routines and their going to church routines. And then all of a sudden the pandemic throws all that off and right. they stop their rituals. Right. And now, you know, they've gained a little weight and they're kind of discouraged and they're down and they don't feel close to God because they kind of threw you know threw their right. rituals out when when they got uh, when the when the pandemic hit so
0: even though people that um, during the pandemic switched their rituals or like got used to working from home i'm watching a lot of my friends right now things are shifting back to them going to work and their consistency is all jumbled up again yeah. and they're like tight in the chest about that.
1: Absolutely. Because it's changing The change again. throws us off. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I think one more reason why, and there's probably way more than this, but I think another reason that people struggle to be consistent is that they prefer comfort over discomfort. Oh, yeah. And here's the <laughs> here's the thing about consistency at first in order to be consistent it requires high levels of discomfort yeah. now once you become consistent then you then you like it and yeah. you you can't go without the workout or you can't you know you can't eat the the salty chips anymore yeah. but initially it's like oh this is so uncomfortable i just want to yeah. i just want to be comfortable and so um, we we like you said earlier we were talking earlier you know people prefer to take the path of least resistance yes. and so we struggle to be consistent for, for those reasons.
0: So throughout um, our time today, you've said like consistency is the key to success. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's a pretty bold statement. That's a pretty bold statement. How did you come to that conviction though?
1: Okay. So for me, it started when I was younger in sports and Mm -hmm. I had my dad and my coaches, they would always tell me, you got to practice, you got to practice, you got to practice, you know, you got to shoot your shots, you got to do your reps and all this. And and as a, a little boy, I'm sure little girls are the same way, um, nobody, wants to practice?
0: No, I did not <laughs> they, want to shoot free throws.
1: They want to play the game because the yeah. fun is in the game. Yeah. And, and not only do they want to play the game, they want to play great in the game.
0: Yes,
1: And, and, you know, so I didn't listen. I didn't mm. listen to my coaches and, and when I was young, but then as I, as I got older, I started to realize that I could not be a really good player with you know I couldn't just show up and play well Right. Um, and so I started to rethink that and uh, I remember when I was um, probably in middle school I could not shoot a left-handed layup mm. and other kids around me were starting to shoot left-handed layups and so um, I started to feel that frustration like I want to be a good basketball player and so what was the answer what was the answer um, it wasn't showing up at the game that yeah. didn't help yeah The answer was getting in the gym, going outside, finding a hoop, and practicing my left-handed shot. So I did that, and sure enough, I got the results I wanted. I really liked the results, and I stumbled into this truth of, man, if you want to get good at something, you have to do it over and over and over Mm -hmm. every single day. Mm -hmm. Another Mm -hmm. situation happened, and I can't, can't quite remember how old I was, but my dad walked into the room one day, and he was juggling three tennis balls. Yeah. And I was blown away. I was like, what? Oh, that's crazy. I didn't know you could juggle. And so I wanted to do it. Yeah. And so I immediately I grabbed the tennis balls and you try. And of course you can't. You, no. just, you, can't, you can't juggle just you know no, pick by it. picking yeah. up three balls. And so I was like trying to watch his hands and how did he do it? And, and I, I decided that I was going to figure it out. So I went to my room and I stayed in my room for, I can't even remember how long. <laughs> and until I could actually get one, get yeah. a couple of reps in with the juggle. And then I did it the next day and the next day and then that and nah, until I could juggle. Mm-hmm. And the key was consistency. It yeah. was, even my desire to juggle didn't do it. Yeah. It was, I had to go practice in, in, in my room. You
0: had uh, to get so, the reps in. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, you know,
1: there's a whole body of research behind this. Um, mm. You know, Malcolm Gladwell wrote a book a couple years ago called outliers. And in the book chapter two specifically, he talks about the 10,000 hour rule, mm-hmm. which is based in the research that Anders Erickson did. And he's like this human performance expert and they've done all these studies. Mm-hmm. One particular study he mentions in the book is about violinists. And he said that uh, the violinists fell basically in three categories, you know, the kids that really wanted to do mm-hmm. well with the violin. Mm-hmm. Some of them became high school teachers or, or middle school teachers that taught the violin, some of them became decent violin players that would mm-hmm, perform here mm-hmm. and there, and then some became elite violin players that mm-hmm. would be in uh, concerts and perform in halls. And as you, they did the research, they found that those, uh, those that became high school teachers practiced for on average for about 4,000 hours during their childhood. And those who were decent uh, it were anywhere from 8,000, uh, six to 8,000 hours. Mm-hmm. Those who became elite uh, performers had 10,000 plus mm-hmm. hours. And that's where the 10,000 hour rule came from. It wasn't what they discovered, it wasn't, it had nothing to do with talent. Mm-hmm. They all were good at playing the violin. It was the repetition and the consistency of the practice. So then he goes into, uh, in, in, the, in his research, uh, Erickson does, he goes into how it's the same thing for ice skaters, mm-hmm. basketball players, mm-hmm. chess players, fiction writers, and get this, even criminals. <laughs> <laughs> because if you, if you practice anything, consistently you get better and better and better and better yeah. right and obviously yeah. if you're a bad cri- if you're a bad criminal you're going to get caught and yes. <laughs> you're to thrown in jail so so what he said this is so fascinating this is really where i came to my conviction 10,000 hours is 3 hours a day which is 20 hours a week which mm-hmm. if you did that it would take you 10 years mm. and if you go back to the biz stone quote You know, it takes 10 years to become an overnight success. So what we're talking about is being consistent every single day for a decade. (sighs) And that's when the breakthrough happens.
0: That's, that feels like a lot. That feels like a lot of time, and 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 I just wonder, like, if somebody's listening, they're like, "I agree, I agree, that consistency will help me hit these goals, or will help me achieve this or that." But I I just can't do it. Like, th- there when you talk about that many hours, there could start to be a feeling of defeat. Like, I just can't, I can't do it. Can't.
1: Well, just to be clear, I'm not advocating that people go out and do three hours a day. <laughs> unless, now listen, unless you want to be the next Tiger Woods. Right. Like if you look at Tiger's life and, you know, he started at four years old. By the time he was before, even before he was 20, he had way more than 10,000 hours swinging that club. Right, right. So no wonder he became you know, and one of the greatest ever, if not the greatest golfer ever. So it, it sort of depends on what you're shooting for.
0: Yeah. Are
1: you trying to become the greatest golfer in the world? Then yeah, you probably you need three hours a day or more. Yeah. But if, if you just want to have a, a healthy marriage, if you want to have a healthy body, it doesn't take three hours a day. It just takes consistency over time little bit by little bit every single day. It might look like 30 minutes a day. Mm-hmm. Like for for example, in the morning, you talked about your devotions. My devotions in the morning are, they're consistent. They're at the same time. Mm-hmm, they're mm-hmm. at the most 45 minutes, mm. usually 30 minutes. I'm going to read some scripture. I'm going to meditate. I'm going to pray. I'm going to journal a little mm-hmm. bit. And then I'm moving on to the next thing. Mm-hmm. It's not three hours. Mm-hmm. you know now maybe if I wanted to be the godliest man on earth <laughs> which I guess was a pretty cool goal uh, you know then I would probably do three hours but you know I'm just trying to be a pretty good guy you know <laughs> just, a pretty decent husband and a pretty yeah. decent pastor uh, so it really depends on what you want the key is the consistency not mm-hmm. not the time
0: but where do you even start? Like,
1: yeah that's a great question going? absolutely um, so Uh, You know, I think that the, where do you start? Here's what I would say. I would say that you would ask yourself this question. What is it that you want?
0: Hmm.
1: What is it that you, that you really are, what is your heart set on? Mm -hmm. Um, If you want to be, if you want to feel good in your body, Mm -hmm. right? Okay. You don't want to have aches and pains. You don't want to have headaches. You don't want, okay, great. So now you got to look at what would create that situation, you know, your are what kind of food are you eating? What kind mm-hmm. of workout, how, what kind of rest are you getting?
0: Mm-hmm. How much
1: water are you drinking? Mm-hmm. And those, that's where you would start. You would start tweaking your H2O, you know, your yeah. vegetables, yeah. a workout routine. If that's what you want. Um, Jackie and I, years ago, we decided what we wanted, like right vehemently wanted was to pay for our kids college mm-hmm. that's what we want to mm-hmm. do so that was like 20 years ago so we started to invest mm-hmm. financially so that when our kids are 18 19 which they now are yeah uh and we now have one in college our investments would pay for the college that's well good. that's what we wanted so that's what we did but mm-hmm. how did we get there we were consistent month to month investing in that Um, so it really comes down to you know what is it that you want something else we want is a great marriage we Mm want to have a fun healthy marriage so we made the consistent investments uh, to to create that that type of marriage so
0: Mm -hmm. I'm going to be just even a little more pointed and say um what if somebody just doesn't know what they want yeah,
1: yet? Absolutely. Because
0: they could be going through this process and I just don't know. I can't be consistent in anything, so no, I don't know.
1: I think that's great. And, and you know, especially I think a lot of young people struggle with that. I don't know sure, what I want to sure, do for sure. my job. I don't know if I want to have kids. I don't know if I want to be yeah, married. And yeah. I totally get that. Uh, not everybody has that, that type of clarity yet. They, right. mo- they will. But, yeah. So here's what I would say to somebody who really doesn't know the details. What you do know is that you have a soul. Yeah. And what you do know is you have a body.
0: Yeah.
1: And what you do know is you have friends. So here's what I would tell them to start. Speak, be consistent investing in your soul. Mm-hmm. Jesus yeah. said one time, and I know not all of our listeners are spiritual people that, that read the Bible and go to church. But, sure. um, but Jesus said something really powerful one time. He said, what is it profit if a person gains the whole world but loses their soul? Yeah right yes. you, you, all the money in the world all the material possessions but inside you're you know dying mm-hmm. stressed out angry depressed mm-hmm. anxious right and that's just in this life not even thinking about the next life right so you have a soul everyone has a soul invest in it consistently
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know pray Read, listen to podcasts, read books, read scripture. Yeah. Um, you know, invest in your mind, invest in your soul. So, you know, even if you don't have clarity about the big questions of life, you can yes. definitely do that. And then your body. I mean, everyone can has a d- decision to to either harm their body mm, <laughs> or help mm-hmm, their body. Mm-hmm. And so I would say, you know, try to feel as good as you can and invest in your body with the proper food and nutrition and rest, and you can start there. And then your friends, like you and I both know, we've lived long enough to know that the quality of our life really is uh, the result of the quality of our relationships. Yes. Would you agree? Yes. I mean, if you have great friendships, you generally have a good life. If you look at somebody who's really having a tough time in life, typically the relationships around them are broken. Yeah so invest in your friends like if you're not married invest in your roommate or your friend do something with them let them know you love them serve them if you are married invest in that marriage Um, if you have children invest in those kids Um, and you can start you can start there
0: okay earlier you mentioned that people get distracted how do you keep from getting distracted with those three things or with anything you're consistent with
1: well, at this point in my life, um, you know, I think I probably was a little bit more distractible when I was mm. younger. <laughs> Shiny objects go by; yeah. it's like, oh, I want to chase that. I want to chase this. But at this point, you know, I know what's important. Mm-hmm. I really do. I know the 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 top priorities in my life is my relationship with God, the condition of my soul, the condition of my marriage, um, my my children, and so it's fairly easy for me to block out anything that is frivolous, It mm-hmm. doesn't have that much value. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I haven't always been there, but time has helped me to see um, what what are the most important things I need to be consistent with. Mm-hmm. You know, somebody said one time, you only get one body. Yeah. And it's, you can... Invest in it, or you can destroy it. Yeah, uh, you have to live in it.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> and you don't get another one. Well, you, I mean, we believe you do, right, in, right. in the next life. But um, yeah. But on this side of heaven, you know, you only get one body, so take care of it. You have to live in it.
0: And you believe that and value that so much that you schedule time to Absolutely. take care of your your body. You keep a schedule for that.
1: Yeah, I, and that would be my my next piece of advice is to know what you want Mm -hmm. and then put it in your schedule Mm -hmm. um i i pencil it in uh it's in my phone every day i'm gonna do my workout i'm gonna do my time with god and i'm gonna do the main things i have to do here at the church those are my non-negotiables and they get planned like Mm -hmm. the the quote Mm -hmm. i think it's by john maxwell says people don't plan to fail they fail to plan yes and so everybody's got good intentions And and I maybe not that may not be true, but I think a lot of people have good intentions. Put those intentions on paper, Mm -hmm. and then keep that schedule planet.
0: Mm-hmm. Anything else that can help us as we're getting started? With consistency?
1: Yeah. You know, I think one more thing you can do to, to help yourself is to add some accountability. Mm. You know, grab somebody that you trust that, you know, loves you and wants what's best for you mm. and share this with them. Say, Hey, yeah. I'm going to really try to be consistent in my health and fitness. Would you, and here's my plan. I'm going to do four days this week or five yeah. days, whatever. I'm going to do 30, 30 minutes. I want you to ask me how this goes on Friday, on Mm -hmm. Saturday, hold Mm -hmm. me accountable and empower somebody to do that. Man, we, I have noticed this about myself. I rise to the level of, of the expectations of the people in my life who love me. Yeah, I do.
0: For they, sure. they,
1: I don't want to disappoint them, and that's the power of accountability.
0: Oh, that's so good. That's so good. Mm. Well, as we close today, we always ask you: Do you have any final thoughts on this topic?
1: Well, there's a quote that I read years ago <laughs> that I absolutely love, and it's so encouraging and it's so hope-filled. Okay, because I know this can be this can be a little bit overwhelming or discouraging. Yeah. And I don't want it to be, and there's no reason for it to be because you, no. you you can just start small. Yeah. You know, you can pick one thing and and work on it. Mm-hmm. Um, but here's the quote: I'll read it you it says if you would go every day to a very large tree and take five swings with a very sharp axe eventually no matter how large the tree it would have to come down
0: Whew, that's good
1: when now when i read that i thought okay so so here's 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 the idea sometimes the tree looks so big it seems impossible. Right, I'll never get in shape. I'll never be close to God. Right, I'll never be you know. I'll never be independently wealthy. Or it's too much. It's too much. Yeah. Well, not true. If you take five swings a day, mm. and I've just lived by that. And it looks, I, it's, okay. it's 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 there's cumulative value. It adds up over time. Whatever it is, and eventually that tree comes down. And so that's the hope that I have and I work with and I apply that to my spiritual life. I apply Mm -hmm. that to my marriage, my health and fitness and all that stuff. But
0: such a good podcast for our high school graduates coming up and our college graduates coming up. But such a good podcast. If you're 50 years old, you can get started at any point along the way with consistency. Well, we're always grateful for the information you gave us, thank you, Pastor Danny. You're
1: so welcome. I hope this is a blessing to all of our listeners.
0: It was to me. You can check the show notes for the book that Pastor Danny referred to. We'd always love to see you at eclife.org. If you wanna see any of Pastor Danny's archive talks, you can see those there. Uh, we love you coming back and meeting with us month after month. So on whatever platform you're listening this podcast on, please like, share, give us comments, Give us thoughts about what you'd like to have a breakthrough in. And we will see you next week. God or bless. Month. We'll see you next month.